I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Carbondale's Warming Center is reducing its hours as leaders seek additional money to keep the facility's doors open. Executive Director Carmelita Cahill announced the changes today, saying the center will now be open during the nighttime hours only. But she expressed concern for unhoused people in the region who are suffering in the extreme heat, pointing out the dangerous conditions in cars and elsewhere. Wildfire smoke is clearing out of the region, but it may be too soon to breathe a sigh of relief. Dr. V.J. LeMay is a former Environmental Protection Agency scientist who now works with the Natural Resources Defense Council. He says an area roughly half the size of the state of Illinois is burning in Canada. Some of those fires are still out of control. We'll have to see what happens in uh, the next few months, but I think you know it's too early to let our guard down, and we do need to understand that this is part of what scientists have been telling us would happen for years, right? He says it could be a warning of more to come. It's really important for people to understand that this is a visual you know, confirmation. This is a symptom of the climate change crisis. He says while there's a lot of science around the dangerous short-term health impacts of wildfire smoke exposure, researchers are still studying the longer-term effects. It was a derecho that swept through the central part of Illinois on Thursday, a derecho is a lengthy windstorm accompanied by rain and thunderstorms. State climatologist Trent Ford says it took its toll on many areas. Wind gusts were measured or estimated exceeding 80 miles per hour from the Iowa to Indiana borders, including a few spots estimated 100 mile per hour gusts in Warren, Hancock, and McDonough counties. Thousands remain without power across central Illinois as cleanup continues. The storms did bring some much needed rainfall. Widespread totals exceeded more than three quarters of an inch from the Quad Cities to the Indiana border with a few spots around Bloomington Normal getting more than two inches of rain. A derecho on May 8, 2009 started in southeast Kansas and roared through southern Missouri into southern Illinois. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down President Joe Biden's student debt relief program today. Eligible borrowers would have had up to $20,000 in federal student loans canceled. Three congressional districts in the Chicago area had the nation's highest response rates to the program. Schaumburg resident Amy Schneider had student debt and is an organizer for advocacy group The Debt Collective. A lot of people, because this got struck down, they're going to start feeling hopeless. Like people can already not pay their bills as it is. Having to add now, it's like mortgage, mortgage level costs every month in order to pay their student loans. They're not going to be able to pay that. A COVID era pause on federal student loan payments expires this fall. Borrowers will have to begin making payments again in October. The openly queer members of the Illinois legislature are condemning the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling in favor of a business owner refusing to serve same-sex couples. Mawa Iqbal has more. State Senator Mike Simmons was Illinois' first openly gay senator. He says he's alarmed. We're supposed to be the beacon of hope for the whole world in terms of democracy and human rights, and we, we are setting a miserable example right now. And State Representative Kelly Cassidy, who is openly lesbian, says she's feeling fatigued. To be in the LGBTQ community is to constantly be evaluating your safety. And this just erodes that sense of safety. Reaction fell on party lines, with the Chicago-based Thomas More Society and other conservatives praising the court for protecting religious liberty. I'm Mawa Iqbal. The former CEO of the Jefferson County Housing Authority will spend a decade behind bars for using government funds for personal expenses. The U.S. Attorney's Office says 53-year-old Thomas Upchurch used more than $20,000 from his personal Amazon account and then blocked members of the Housing Authority Board from reviewing his spending. 
Upchurch was also ordered to pay back the money in restitution to the housing authority. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.